to Genesis chapter one, verse one. Our focus this morning is in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Our focus is actually in the beginning, God. And this is so important. It really, really is. We really have a choice every time something comes into our lives. What's our go-to? Where are we going with this? How are we going to respond to this? How are we going to, what are we going to go to? What's going to become our default? Are you with me? We've got, we've got opportunity to go to the one who created everything that is. You know, we could go to the one that created. Here's the coolest part. And we will talk about this next week and how it imp- and, and infects our lives, impacts our lives, whatever way you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. The bottom line is we could go to the one that created everything out of nothing. That's going to be a powerful sermon, you know? It's going to be a wonderful sermon. You don't want to miss it. Amen? So very, very important. In the beginning, God. Now, so often when we think of eternal life, we think of eternal life from this moment forward. But what this is revealing to us is, is that God's not just from the moment he created forward, God's all the way back. So when we, we basically turn to God, we don't just tap into somebody that's kind of the now, you know, or this present time. We, we're tapping into someone, <coughs> excuse me, who has always been, think about that for a second. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. In the beginning, God. Think of the foundation you receive when you tap into God Almighty. Thank you, honey. Think of of what you're doing. All of a sudden, instead of tapping into the things that are present and now, and here's the worst one. Anybody ever do this? Do you ever tap into your feelings? Anybody? You know? Them feelings. Dr. Dobson wrote a whole book about feelings. And he said, can you trust them? Wrote a whole stinking book to say one thing. No, you can't trust them. You know, when things come at you and you feel something, please don't go there. You know, because the bottom line is it's not worth going there because it lasts a minute and that's all you got out of that. You know, here's the thing I see a lot of people going to because they live on this. A lot of people tap into fear the first time something happens that's kind of out of the usual. If that's you, you don't have to raise your hand, but this is a big issue. This is a really, really big issue. You know, a lot of people live according to fear. Every time something happens, they go back to fear. Every time something doesn't happen their way, they enter right back into fear. That's real scary, guys. Here's the other one. Anybody here, something happens and you enter automatically into anger? 
Anybody? You know, we just kind of go back there and that's our natural go-to and that feels most comfortable to us. And we just kind of enter into that and, 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 and boy, that's some tough stuff. It really, really is. But here's the thing God's saying in this passage this morning. You don't have to go back to that. You don't have to enter back into fear, anxiety. Now, some of us are there and that's been with us for so long. We don't, how, we don't know how not to live there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Anxiety is real, but anxiety does not have to define us. The same power that can set us free from anything else can set us free from anxiety, okay? Some people, the first thing something happens, I need a drink. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna pop me a drink. And okay, all right. The only problem I see with that is if one makes me feel like that, what will two make me feel like? And it just never seems to stop with a drink. It, it just doesn't. And, and I'm not fighting the fight over, can you have alcohol, can you not? You know, honestly, I have so many relatives that are drunks, I just stay away. You know what I'm saying? I just stay away. It's just better. Because I know I'm a weak man. Anybody else? Well, if you're a woman, you're probably not a weak man, but... <laughs> You know, you hear what I'm saying. These are, these are so important for us to understand. The other one I see is medication, okay? And I don't have a problem with medication. It would be wrong for me to bash medication because I take it for blood pressure because I'm a kook and, and I take it for diabetes because I'm fat, okay? The bottom line is though, if you're taking medication to deal with life, you need to be really careful of that. Because what God is saying to us this morning is this. There's one person we should turn to and he should be our go-to. And that's God Almighty. Let me help you with that for a second. If you're on medication, don't stop. Okay? You want to freak out, stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, been there, tried that. But wean yourself off with the doctor's help. You hear what I'm saying? Because what you don't want to do is become dependent on something else other than God. That's all, please. You know, I, I'm not telling you to stop taking your medication because medication is bad. I'm not but I am telling you the greatest habit you could ever develop is to make God your default setting. The greatest thing you could ever do in this world is to make God Almighty the one you go to immediately no matter what, okay? And I don't know what your mornings are like, I really find it very important for me 
to get up early enough so that I can set that default setting. I get up and, and there's always, you know, let me help you with this. There's always that stuff you did yesterday. As soon as you start to pray or read the word, anybody else have the, ever have this? The devil reminds you what you said to that person yesterday. Anybody? You know, or what you did yesterday or, or what, you know, you should have done yesterday. And all of a sudden you're just feeling so guilty. You don't feel like you could pray. You don't feel like you could read the word. You don't feel like God could ever be your default setting. Amen. Let me help you with that. In John, 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, it says, if you confess your sin to the Father, the Father will immediately, automatically, he is faithful and just to forgive you of that sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. About a being done, baby, moving on. Amen. But then you've got to stop listening to the one that's telling you you're bad. You've got to stop listening to the one telling you that, oh, well, you know, that's who you are. I'm so tired of that. Oh, that's who I am. No, it's not. You're, you're, you're not that kind of knucklehead. You're a knucklehead, but you're not that kind of knucklehead. The bottom line is you can be the man or woman that God created you to be if you choose to be today. See, this is so important. It really is. Because you've got to understand, you can turn to all that other stuff and you can look for people to give you some kind of value or, or lift you up or whatever. And I would not advise you to go on social media to find somebody to lift you up. That's called a zoo. Okay? Please, kids, stay off that garbage. I hear about these kids and, and they're, they're killing themselves being bullied online. I'm old. When I am being bullied and it's online, guess what? I don't go there, okay? Because if somebody's bullying me to my face, I deal with that. Amen? It's called being a man, you know? And the thing is, I don't have that, you know. Stop going there, kids. The sermon's not really about that, but I just thought I'd mention that since we have kids here, you know. But you have an opportunity every day you wake up. You have an opportunity every time something comes into your life. You have an opportunity every time something happens to you. You have an opportunity every time you hear about something that kind of throws you. Or maybe it's something that really knocks you back and you're like, whoa, what do I do with that? Well, you can go to something or someone else or you can go to the one, the father, who's standing there every day looking at you saying, listen, you come on over to me and I will give you rest. You've got a heavenly father that's standing and saying, listen, I don't care what it is. I'm bigger than that. I'm more powerful than that. 
I want you to understand. I don't care how anxious you are. I can give you a peace beyond all human comprehension if you'll just give it to me and allow me to be that go-to in your life. When that thing happens, you've got to understand, you're gone to the one in whom there is absolutely nothing impossible. So often, we never like to admit it, but things come into our lives. People come into our lives, and we're just kind of like, I'm not sure how to deal with this. Well, my question to you is, why are you the one dealing with it? When you've got God Almighty, the creator of everything that is, and the creator of everything that ever has been or ever will be, standing there with his arms wide open, ready to love on you and do whatever is necessary, why would you turn to anyone else? He will never, ever, ever say, no, you've been too bad. You disappointed me. So I don't want anything to do with you. He will never. He will never look at you and turn his back and say, no, I don't want nothing to do with you. People will. (laughs) He will never, ever, ever look at you and say, ah, this is above my pay grade. He doesn't even have a pay grade. Why? Yeah, he never, you never turn to him and he says, yeah, I'm not sure how to help you here. Are you listening? You turn to him and you have turned to the one that you will never have to wonder. You turn to him and you make him your setting. You make him your sail. You make him your savior. You make him the one who absolutely knows everything about you. He knows the plan he has for your life. He absolutely will take you in and he will set you on the right path. Because I don't know about you, but every once in a while I get off. Sometimes I wake up and I'm just off. Here's the cool part. I come to him my heavenly father, my heavenly dad. And he is there with arms wide open. And he's saying, listen, I totally understand. Did you hear what I just said? He knows exactly where we are. He knows exactly what's happening in our lives. He knows exactly what the problem is. Usually me. He knows exactly what needs to happen. He knows exactly where I need to be healed. He knows exactly where I need to be loved. He knows exactly what needs to happen in my life, even when I have no clue. And I can go to him and I can interlock with him and make him my setting. And he will guide me. He will heal me. He will love me even when I don't deserve loving. Aren't you so glad that you today can make Almighty God 
your default go-to setting. We'll say, well, I, I struggle with that. It takes work. It takes a little work. I know church people don't like work, but the, it takes a little work. Because I don't know about you, but when certain people walk into my life, I see them at the grocery store and I'm like, oh. I got to catch myself. Sensei. <laughs> and just say, God, I'm locking into you. I, I don't know how to overcome this. I don't know how to overcome this feeling. I don't know how to love this person because they're not real lovable. Although I know that there are sometimes I ain't real lovable either. You could say amen there if you'd like. <laughs> but I want you to hear this. No matter what, no matter what the situation is, he's there. He never, ever, ever leaves you. He never, ever, ever forsakes you. He never lets you down. He will never be anywhere else. He'll never be asleep. He'll never be anywhere that other people are. He'll never be on the phone or online because he doesn't do social media. Okay? But I want you to think about this while we're singing. I asked them to sing the song, How Great Is Our God Again? Because I don't know about you, but I don't need some wimpy religion. I need a God in whom there is nothing impossible. I need a God who can take whatever's happening or whoever's happening, or whatever's going on in my life, he can take that and he can do anything and everything that's necessary for me to accomplish that day what I need. Come on up, guys. Folks, today's a good day. You say, well, I'm not saved. Well, ask him in. Ask him to save you. Well, I've made mistakes Act like I'm sitting with the person who's never made mistakes or hasn't ever sinned. Please stand up. Ain't no, ain't no such thing. You know, people are like, oh, y'all bad. Me too. You know. This is your day to say, you know what? Instead of stop, uh, tapping into silly, I'm going to make a decision today that no matter the thought, no matter the struggle, no matter what, I'm tapping into almighty God who never fails. He never leaves. He, does, he never know, doesn't know what to do. He absolutely has my life. And every time something comes into my life, I turn right around and give it to him because he is my default setting because in the beginning was not Trump or Biden it was God thank the Lord let's stand let's sing this song and then I'll pray hey thank you for watching listening and subscribing our hope is that this content will point to the person who can heal and transform your life that person is Jesus 
If you would like to learn more about him and how to become healthy in every area of your life, we would like to give you access to Right Now Media. This is the world's largest video streaming library of biblical resources and entertainment. It's completely free. We already paid this subscription for you. Scan the QR code if you're watching or find the link in the description below. Again, thank you for being here. We'll see you next time.